The Late Night Legends podcast is meant for an adult audience only. It may contain sexually oriented content. Content may not be suitable for sensitive listeners. Please be aware of your surroundings. Listener discretion is advised. Radio show. How are we all doing tonight? Excellent choice on the music all there. Right. Thank you. I'm gonna lower just a little bit. <clears throat> I figured it was time. I, I look, love Manson. Yeah, I looked up that song because I've been wanting to use it for a minute. And um song was a hit like in nineteen ninety six was on the number one charts. Which to me was surprising because I hadn't heard that song for the first time until at least the year 2000. I was in junior high when that song came out. Like, yeah, I think I was in sixth grade. And Mick was like five years old or something like that. <laughs> Probably. Why not? <laughs> so uh, it was great. It was uh, the video was like all very unique people. It was like a cool thing. Want to thank Lord Cronus for giving a hundred bits. Thanks, Lord Cronus. Thanks for the resub as well. Uh, tonight we're going to be interviewing Jenny. A little bit of news here. We've got. Uh, well, first, first and foremost, let's uh, go ahead and thank John for interviewing last week. Uh, Wazi's on her sabbatical, so she'll be out until July. Nick is back from being sick, although I believe he's still kind of sick and may leave us a bit early. A little bit. Hey, look who it is! It's Wildfleur. Who? Wildfleur? She's a good. She's a. She's a listener. Wildfleur. She says she hears says, us. Okay, we're yeah. good. We're good. Good deal. I don't know. Thanks, Wildfleur. Thanks for confirming. Appreciate it. Uh, I guess I'll go over the announcements really quick again. Uh, we wanted to thank John for being on last week and having his interview, and then uh, Wazzy's out on her sabbatical, so she won't be back until July, and then Nick is uh back this week he was sick the last couple weeks so we definitely want to thank him for coming on and, and doing his thing and uh 
Ready to rock. Looks like Mick is still in Tejas, Texas. Yep. And uh, with Allie. No. Allie never went to Texas. Allie. What? She said she was gonna move at some point, but she ended up never moving down there. Mm. Put some of this music on. All right, guys. So, who's got anything? Leia, you got any updates? I've not had a great day, so I'm gonna step oh. back from updates. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry. You're like my grandpa, my grandpa passed away. To say. Oh today. damn. You okay? You yeah. Wanna, you want to take the night off? You can take the night off. No, that's all right. All right. I mean, he was 98. It sucks. But it's not like unheard of. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. I had a very silly, serious talk with one of my uh, best friends about when we'd like to go and I think we both kind of agreed that at least what's right for him and I we agreed that like you get to a point where it's just like you kind of become a burden you're not thinking clearly mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. for me I, for me I'd yeah. rather I, I don't ever want to be like in a home and like not able to take care of myself that sounds awful yeah I mean it yes. gets to a point when, once you're like you know, like maybe in your 80s, sometimes you get to a point where like a lot of your friends have passed away. Like you have no friends. It's just your family. And then you feel bad and, you know, kids are dickheads sometimes. And so like, I don't know. For me, just put me on that iceberg and push me out to sea at like 61. That's what I want. 61? Or as I call it, 60 fun. Why do you think I live so hard and so fast? I don't want to live too old. Dude. Well, every, oh, to, your dad about right now. He's got to be about 60-something. Who? Your dad? My dad's turning 70 this month. Oh, wow. Oh, your parents are older than mine. I didn't realize that. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, older uh, than mine, too. My dad was born on... And my mom was born on... Does he still do spinning heel kicks? Not a spinning one. He did one the other day. Because I was... I actually <laughs> made a comment to him, like, like last week. He, we were in the kitchen... And I, I was asking him what uh, what he wanted for his birthday. And he's, you know, he started telling me, like, he wants a pair of boots to, like, work in the yard. I'm like, all right. And I'm like, doesn't it put it into a perspective that, like, you know, you're this age, but we've known, and I mentioned people that are, like, within our family, but we've known this person and this person who, by this age, they were, you know, already sort of, uh, you know, bedridden, bedridden and stuff. And then he's like, yeah, but I could do this. And then he did that kick thing that he does. <laughs> it's like mm -hmm. technically a roundhouse, but it didn't, he didn't do like a full spin or anything. But he got his foot taller than my head. So there's that. <laughs> That's impressive. Yeah. That is really yeah. impressive. I don't know that I could do that. It's like most people in their 70s, you expect them to sort of like sit in the hub around and like have dentures and stuff. Nope. My dad's up on the roof in the middle of the summertime changing shingles at 70 and like. That's well, and that's how my grandpa was until like last year. Yeah. So like he went, he golfed every day. Like every, he'd get up at like five a.m. and go golf every day in into his like mid nineties. Mm. Damn, that's dedication to a yeah. game. Yeah, go you know, like, but he was like, all these young kids don't want to show up uh, to golf every day with me, you know. And it's like the guys that are like fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Those whippersnappers. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I know it's been really hard on got, him, but guys. His by the way, we've turned. got Kara who's watching. Kara says, "70s is the new 40s." Thank you, Kara. 
Yeah, according to Frank's dad. You guys uh, ready to have? Uh, you guys ready to have Jenny sign on? I can let her know. Whenever you guys want. I'll give her the green light. Dun dun dun. Consider her alerted. We do. All right, Kara. I hope that you ask Jenny some questions. I hope that they're good. <laughs> for our listeners who may not know, uh, Kara and Jenny are best friends, competing for the host spot. If we get a tie and we're both on the fence about them, I'm thinking about having a knife fight and like throwing a knife in the in the ring and then just having them. No. Not yeah, good. they gotta battle it out. Maybe a knife is too battle far. to the death. That that sounds. A I don't know that. Scary. I don't know that it has to be to the death. We could use like the like foam gladiator things. I don't care. What about those pool noodles? We could do that. <laughs> Fight with pool noodles? That's entertaining. Kara says the pressure is on, and Lord Cronus is Jenny from the block. Uh, Lord Cronus is also suggesting a breakdance battle. That's not too bad. It's not a bad idea. Hi, Hi Jenny. We see you. Hi, how are you? Pretty Hello. good. <clears throat> first things first, Jenny, before we get into any of this, what I always like to do, and I'm sure you noticed that we did this with uh, Kara... What are you listening to right now? Like, what kind of music are you into? Or do you like an artist right now? Listen, um, one of my favorite bands just released about four new songs. It's fantastic. Rise Against. Okay. Yeah. Um, they just did that. Also, I don't know if you've ever heard of the new Basement Tapes. I have not. Okay. So it's a bunch of it's a bunch of people from from bands, um, famous bands, whatever. I don't know how they just describe it but um they released an album that was based off of um bob dylan's like some of their un, some of his unpublished uh lyrics it's pretty phenomenal all right let's i'm gonna highly recommend I, I found it i'm gonna be playing some for you tonight just nice. to listen to during your interview nice i i, th I like i like that because when kara came on for comparison she's like i don't know just some hip-hop she does. She listens to the hip hop, and I don't understand it. <laughs> the hip hop. The, the hip hop. It's the hip hop. All right, guys. I'm, yeah. Jenny. I'm allowed to ride past 40. I'm allowed to put the in front of everything. <laughs> fair, Wonderful. fair. All right, I can't so, wait. Um, Jenny, just to, just to introduce you to everybody, we've got Nick over here with the American flag. Still got 47 stars on that flag. We've got Ice Queen, also known as Leia, over here sitting in the dark. And then uh, over here in Texas with the blue hair, we have Mick. Uh, and yeah, so if you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves, just so our listeners and viewers can get to know you a bit, that would be awesome. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm Jenny. I live in the suburbs of Chicago. I've been here for a while. Um, really enjoy um, folklore and cryptozoology and myth mythos, um, all of those things. All of those things. I, I do a lot of things that are outside. I I make stuff sometimes. How did you hear about us? <laughs> I heard about you because one of my very dear friends, uh, Kara, actually, you reached out to her about interviewing for the host, uh, for the co-host. Um, and then she sent me the application. Because she and I talk about this kind of stuff all the time. You know, I think it's kind of unprecedented how good of a friend she is because... <laughs> We've never had that before where one friend 
thinks that their other, their friend would be such a good fit that they recommended to uh, to apply. So kudos to Kara. Uh, she also says, not only do I think she's awesome, that's why I suggested this to her. Thank you, Kara. Yeah. What, what nice. a wonderful friend. Um, how do you know Kara? Just out of curiosity, you guys like work together? Are you like childhood friends? No, I met her. I actually met her husband uh, a little while back, and uh, we were at a lot of. Well, we were at a few different charity events together, and um, I saw her, and it was level first sight, and she saw me from across the room, and we knew. You we knew eyes. it was going to be girl best friend time. Ah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, we're stellar. That's that's a really good friend story. It's like totally opposite of when I met Nick, because like I knew Nick for months but never talked to him. In fact, I actively ignored him until like one day we decided to have lunch. <laughs> that's pretty much how it happened. <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, Kara says, Damn, right, but that's not. That's like not how you usually make friends. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I think it's great. Um, who wants to get started? Uh, Ice Queen left. I think she probably went to the bathroom. Maybe to. to... I have a question. Yes. What's that? Was that a jawbone behind you? What's that from? That right there. Yeah. 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 Um, that's a mirror. Actually, that's one of the things I do. I like to find um, oh, mirrors, okay. and then I put something around. Like that one has a snake on it. But sorry, looks that, like a maybe a shark jaw or something. No, I do have a megalodon tooth though. Ooh, so, ooh, that's super cool. Yeah. And then on the other side, on your other shoulder, what's that a photo of that's framed? Who is oh, that? that is a painting of a um, very gentlemanly explorer uh, who also happens to be a dog. What, a dog? A what? Like, yeah. woof, woof? Do you, do you a want, dog? Would you like a closer view? So yes. he's a dog, oh, man. Hang on. I figure out cameras. We're already oh, talking. I, see I love it. this. I see it. It's it's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I and then behind that. you, directly behind you, is that floral? floral yes, print? it is. It is. I uh, I like um, the Dutch uh, Renaissance florals okay. a lot. So. Nice. Yeah. This has been like interior design with Nick. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have plenty of other collectibles. Would you like a house tour? Don't show Nick. Yeah, your house. why not? Don't Let's show Nick your house. We've had enough. We've had enough. Applicant host house showing on the show already. <laughs> uh, true story, Jenny. We interviewed this person named Russell who I think he just got drunk and asked Leah to show her, show her basement or something like that. I don't know what happened. A crawl space. Her crawl space. Which I don't have. I, I, I like went back to edit the show so I could figure out why he asked to see her basement or crawl space. And when I went back to edit it, the, I guess the reason he had or the reason he said was, Leia will show you anything. Like, let's see her crawl space. So, like, I don't know where that came from. Like, it didn't make any sense. It was entertaining, though. Yeah, it was entertaining, though. Leia, do you have any questions for our applicant? I don't want to know uh, where your crawl space is, just FYI. And also, I, I, still, I still don't have one. Maybe be a little concerned about that one. We are, trust me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. We are very concerned, actually. Because <laughs> after that, I was drunk, so I didn't realize what was happening. Apparently, the look on my face was priceless. Jenny, after that happened, he also said that if we don't hire him, since we're all in Chicago, he's going to come and find us. <laughs> he did say that. It right. seems uh, I mean, just casual threat. Just throw that out there. <laughs> 
throw that out there. Yeah. Fine. I, mean, I think it's fair. Yeah. Seems totally reasonable. I mean, I threaten everything that I interview with. I mean. It's a good call. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to delve deep into the application, guys? Sure. Okay. So at a scale of a 1 to 10, how weird... She said hovering around a seven. So that's a pretty good answer. Also, Kara says, I don't know if you would be real safe at the group outings. Yeah, I don't know either, Kara. I don't I don't know about DJ Soul coming out to uh, the outings. You know, we are we're looking for, you know, ghosts and stuff when we go, if we go, when we go. We're not looking to make ghosts. We're looking to find <laughs> ghosts that were already Maybe you're not looking to make ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is always a good question, and that is, tell us something that's true that almost nobody agrees with you on. And you put, I'm pretty sure Sasquatch evades folks by relying on cave systems. That's actually really interesting. Yeah, it's, yeah. So I have this whole theory, and it's totally unfounded. Like, I really have not done a deep dive on the research yet. But there's cave systems around uh, most every Bigfoot sighting. Um, even, even if we're going to cross, like, uh continents right so so a lot of big sightings in like the himalayas and stuff obviously um but i i'm thinking about going like really really far far off field with it because i've been watching hellier lately uh which is obviously that series on uh hulu about the you know the goblins goblins not goblins there's no G at the end of that. The goblins? Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no G. There's no G. Um, That's a little different. Those are those are like later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, it, yeah, the, the, the whole cave system thing. So this is what I'm thinking. This is my whole theory. They use cave systems to run around. Oh. You know, that's it's actually a really yeah, interesting theory. Sounds Many, yeah. many people don't even know about the cave systems in this country, and, and a lot of them are natural, but what's really scary is there's a large amount of cave systems that are very man-made that are, like, totally vacant. Like, there are there have been plans to um, urbanize certain cities that, like, that never happens, but they build, like, you know, underground train systems for and stuff, and there's, there's many, many places that have complete underground systems like that it's, it's a really cool topic uh, yeah. lord cronus would like to say hi to mick and nick hey lord cronus Whoa. how's it going next thing here on the application i'm going to deduct points as i've done for everybody because over here where it says your current favorite host you didn't select myself so i'm yeah. going to go ahead and deduct some points there but it's a There's blanket no statement he because says every time he deducts points from everyone we're not going off of points in the first place so if i deduct points it's not going to hurt you Mm, is it really that often that you're not picked at the favorite host? Oh uh, no! I, actually, I think no one has ever picked any of us. No one's ever picked anybody. <laughs> All right, All right. <laughs> but the rest of you are okay with it. He's just not. Yeah, let's see yes. here. He it's thinks his it's question. funny. It's like it's like his dad joke. That's pretty so, good. So like, I, I don't know. I, he has to tell it every I, week. I can respect that kind of vengeance. I, I can. I, I like dad have jokes. A... I like them. Uh. Kara would like to say sounds like all the time. I also deducted points from Kara for the same reason. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I watched. Favorite curse word. <laughs> favorite curse word. Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's the greatest one. It's the I, best one. Hands I wanna, down. I do want to give you points for that one. Because I think like 
90% of the people that, that uh, mm -hmm. do this thing say fuck, just because it's like an easy... It's versatile too, but like it's just kind of like the easy out. Um, for the food that would bring you back from the dead would be pasta, which is a fill-your-own-answer, which is totally respectable. Any particular pasta, or just like pasta in general? Just pasta in general, just anything really. I will, I will eat it. I will consume it. What's your favorite pasta? Just because I like pasta too. Fettuccine Alfredo Ooh. would be hands down. Mm. Yeah. You know, what do you think about so, chili? Man. So the most American pasta there is, because pretty much. No, Nick, much I think Nick just said the most American pasta, which is chili, chili mac. mac. Yeah. Um, well, chili mac isn't necessarily pasta. Yeah, it's implied in the title. I think I would disagree with you, Leia. It has a noodle in it, but it's not like pasta, like Italian pasta. You're saying it's not a pasta-centric dish. Yes. I don't know. I, it I, has pasta I, in it. It's, it's more of a like casserole with noodles. It's a little bit more chilly than the pasta, so it doesn't quite qualify. I don't know. I feel like. I would just—I was just gonna say about uh, fettuccine Alfredo. It's a polarizing dish because when it's done terribly, it can be horrible, but when it's done great, it can be mind-blowing and life-changing as well. Really uh, can be. Yes. Lord Cronus would. But like you know, to you say, will never find it on a menu in Italy because it's an Americanized dish. We yeah. So as an American, I should just go and then demand it, right? Yes, nope. they love that. Fair, fair. <laughs> Italy <laughs> Italians <laughs> love it when we do that. Yeah. That's what I like to do whenever I travel, is just demand things. Yes. And scream, I'm an American. Technically, it is pasta. You're saying technically Mac is pasta? We knew that. Macaroni noodles is pasta. Yeah, yeah I don't I think said it's got, it's not even a pasta. Okay. It's pasta beyond dish. noodle. It's American, America's pasta. <laughs> Let me take a quick look here. Well, macaroni. What's with all the blinking sure. lights down there? In I Texas? have absolutely no idea. I think my camera is wigging out. Uh, Mick, are you sitting in front of a, a roaring fire? No. Yeah, right. I don't. I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my setup, and I can't figure it out. I will want to also. You got going on there. Turn up the light, maybe. I don't know. That was weird. It was bothering me because it was just like a strobe light on my screen. I'm also going to say that I don't know that Jenny's a drinker because she left this drink of choice question empty. But that's yeah, a, not a drinker. Not a drinker. That's fine. Leia always requires that as her question. I didn't require shit. I just said it was a question. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> that's a question that you like to ask. I don't think, I don't think there's It is a question I like to ask. I have, have a question for you. You were putting words into my mouth, though. Have you ever had a paranormal experience? I don't know if that was on the application. It is. It is. And it she is. No. Um, no, I actually haven't. Um, well, kind of. I'm pretty sure I saw a UFO once. Um, well, that's legit. That it's was the thing. Um, and then, outside of that, not really. Um, but I spent a fair amount of time in the woods, and there's like moments where everything goes real quiet, and you can't hear anything, and that's very odd. Um, yeah, so that's about it. Nice. I did not see the UFO like from the inside or you know in like real close up or anything. Been taken? Sort of a star <laughs> running around. <laughs> I mean, it's a very common thing to see UFOs. Uh, they're so common, more common than you might think. I thought I had seen one one night back in like 2008 or so. 
2009 maybe, but it turned out that it was a blimp that was having mechanical issues in the night sky. Because usually, are you sure? Or that's the cover-up story they told you? No, no, no. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. You know, in retrospect, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But uh, when it was happening, and I didn't think it would be a blimp, that was some scary shit because there's literally something up there. Um, but there, there are sightings all the time. And uh, right now, we're in the midst of this big disclosure uh, from the government where they're just releasing a bunch of information, but a lot of it is redacted and stuff. So it's it's hard to sort of, you know, siphon through what could be real and what is not. I will tell you that they've recently talked about how UFOs are real, but they're not saying extraterrestrials are real. They're saying that just things that are unidentified are, are real. But uh, Well, they started that. Didn't they start that kind of like... Um you know, it was it was a couple of months into the pandemic and they started sort of releasing yeah. some of that stuff. And the whole theory was like, oh, you got this big news over here. We'll just slowly start eking this stuff. Well, yeah. This so, way. I mean, it's weird because as a country, America is like one country that hasn't really even addressed the issue. There's been people that have like had conferences with Barack Obama and have asked him point blank about it. And he's like, yeah. If I knew, I wouldn't be able to tell you, right? But, for example, mm-hmm. uh, in the 90s, there was a Canadian prime minister. I think it was like 1999. He had a whole press conference where he's like, yep, we've got aliens, extraterrestrials. There's more than one kind that we've made contact with. America's made plenty of contact, but that's all we really know. Um, but one of the cooler theories about them is that whenever there's been, or there's a few stories of, like, nuclear weapon silos whether it's uh, a situation where there's a testing of a weapon or there's somebody like during the Cold War, somebody's on like high alert where the, where the bay doors are open, ready to fire. There have been a few different cool stories where, you know, these soldiers claim that like something extraterrestrial actually shuts those weapons off. Like that's a really cool common story that you hear from that. So where does everybody kind of fall on that whole like aliens um, sort of being the instigator of a lot of like the the ancient civilizations like um holy sites sort of building so what you're saying is they're 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 producing conflict they're instigating it because there's a popular theory on the other side of the spectrum that's like they're preventing conflict no i just meant uh like where does everybody kind of fall on the idea that they sort of built the pyramids oh okay I find like because it's like the entire premise of the show Ancient Aliens on history. Yeah, right. And I find every single time I watch that show, I'm just like, this is just extremely, like, almost racist because they're like, there's no way these stupid Egyptians could have figured out how to pile some rocks together. So that's that's my take on it. I'm always just like, maybe they were really smart, and then something happened, and we lost all that knowledge. Like the show, Ancient Aliens, like as a like way for some some racist someplace was like, here, here's my agenda. Kara would also like to say Stargate. (laughs) Um, But no, I mean, I I think they're, I think. I mean, the pyramids themselves are such a wacky thing because on the one hand, how did they have the technology to build it? They're, they're, it would be difficult to do now, right? And then the other thing is the pyramids themselves and, you know, the way they're, you know, geographically 
aligned is weird. And then you've also got pyramids all over the world. Like you've got them in like uh, Central America and stuff like the Aztecs and the Mayans had pyramid like structures. So it's like, you know, did they collaborate, you know? How do you explain the hieroglyphs that, you know, kind of have that imagery? Yeah, they, they had a lot of imagery that could suggest extraterrestrials. Like they had a lot of imagery that was like people that were part animal, like panther headed people and stuff like that. Lord Cronus says, and Atlantis. Yeah, there's like all kinds of like I feel like every year somebody finds Atlantis on Google Earth. And then it's like, look at this. There's pyramids under the water. Here they are. And like nobody really goes out to debunk those. It's just like, <laughs> hmm. Because there's know. nothing to debunk. The aliens did it. Well, yeah, but where is Atlantis though? Is that is Atlantis a real thing? Like, there's plenty of proof to support that there was. And there's, you know, theories that there wasn't. So it's like, sort of have to come up with your own opinion about it. Let's take yeah. a look. Anybody have any questions while I look at the application? So when you're out in the woods, have you ever come across a set of stairs that go to nothing? No. That'd be awesome, right? I'd love did to did see you that. know about that, Jenny? Like across the United States, <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes in the middle of nowhere, there's just staircases that lead to mm-hmm. super remote areas. Nobody has been there probably in months, if not longer. There are areas where you wouldn't logistically really be able to get stairs <clears throat> out there. And what's really interesting is that particular thing is something that people have said, like, the military is actively trying to cover up or, like, they're actively trying to say, like, oh, no, that that shit doesn't exist. But, like, when you really think about it, that's some scary stuff or, like, that has the potential to be, like, some scary stuff. I mean, and everything always rings a little bit more true for me, like, when it's when it's not just located in, like, one specific area, like, like, you know, again, I'll bring it up again because i love him with all my heart but like the bigfoot sightings you know the sasquatch like all of these things like different areas different time frames um jane goodall actually did a really interesting interview uh on that subject but and then the ancient aliens like like those those sort of pictograms and hieroglyphs are are present in mayan ruins for sure um yeah and all over the place so like anything that's that's more widely widely found like i'm way more prone to believe in definitely and like with bigfoot like there's a reason that it's a it's it's something that's going strong over the years and people that really believe in the bigfoot or the sasquatch or the skunk ape or, or, or whatever you call it like you can tell by their drive that they really really think it's a real thing and like i feel like there's truth to everything so like i don't ever discredit somebody who says that they've spotted it or they're like looking for it because they feel like it, there's something out there. Like, I don't think these people are lying. You know what I mean? Like many of these people who are, are hunting for Bigfoot, they're not doing it to like pull a profit. You know, they're taking time off from their jobs. They're not making money. They're not trying to get on TV. They're just doing it because they saw something. So, um, true seeker, but you know what, uh, you know, I'll say that there has been, Many, many times over the years where somebody will say that they've caught and killed one. Nick and I, I've listened to this radio show that you may have heard of called Coast to Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that show. That's right there. They, had, they were interviewing this guy who said he was on a team of people who caught one. And what they actually did 
we found, <clears throat> we found this out later is they actually uh, had a gorilla skeleton and they put different animal skin on top of it or something like that. So it was a really gross thing, but it, it was not. So they like PG mermaid it. Yeah, they, they like Frankenstein <laughs> a, a new creature. <laughs> I love that. It was like the, the jackalope. <laughs> so so uh, Kara says, if you ask Jenny, Bigfoot is real. I th- Kara, uh-huh. I think we got that. And then uh, our, our listener, Lord Kernis, has a question for you, Jenny, which is, do you think aliens brought diseases to ancient civilizations? Oh, almost like a whole, like, uh, Prometheus situation? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, pathogen. Yeah. You know what? I got to go with a no. I got to go with a no. Because a lot of the stuff that I've read about um, or you know, read, I mean, not deep dive, obviously, but, but any sort of article that I've meant that has mentioned it is, is there more of a guider and, and more of a, we're going to slowly nudge you in this direction and see what happens. So I don't think anybody watching us with higher intelligence uh, would purposely put obstacles because we're coming up with those on our own. Yeah, and like in Prometheus, they kind of engineered us, right, from like their bacteria. Yeah, or what, however, and that then kind of sort of wanted to eradicate, but what else? Yeah, and then uh, Lord Cronus has a follow-up question, which is: Do you believe that the aliens brought technology, like maybe like brought like flying technology to the Nazis? Just as an example, he's saying that, but I think he just means in general. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think like slowly, like little, little bits, you know, like, like I said, like, um, most of the stuff that I've seen that I like is more that they're a sort of nudging us in a certain direction. Yeah. I mean, there's, there are plenty of people that do theorize that some of our technology did come from aliens specifically. I remember that somebody was saying that from the Roswell incident, that's how we got Velcro. Cause like they felt, they found velcro and then they just made it like that's where they got the idea like somebody wrote a book about that and like other technologies like lasers which is kind of like an easy thing like okay lasers but um the nazis had some crazy technology that was kind of ahead of their time they had technology um with like v2 rockets then they had this like thing that was theorized to be like a time machine it was like this giant bell you guys ever read about that no. Yeah, there's some, no. there's some, there's some crazy stuff. Like the Nazis actually fucked around with, uh, like witchcraft and occult stuff too. Like, Hitler, oh, they were deep into the occult. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember um, watching a documentary about how Hitler had an advisor who would instruct him to like have strategic battles or invasions on certain particular days that would align with a lunar calendar and all kinds of crazy stuff. And then like he would take men who were like specimen. Aryan people, and he would actually sacrifice them, you know, stuff like that, just to ensure his victory and some crazy, crazy stuff. And I, a lot of that has made its way into video games. Like, there's the whole Nazi Zombies game. If you guys ever play that one, like, what game is that, Mick? Where they do the Nazi Zombies? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just asking Mick because I saw her playing a zombie game the other day. That's Fallout. Oh, That's you're Fallout. asking Mick. Sorry. Hey, listen. Well, I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know it was Call of Duty. I. I don't have an Xbox. Is what? Call of Duty's on PS4 too. Yeah. Is it on everywhere. PS4? It, yes. You got a PC, and you know it's on PC. So. 
I uh, think it's only all ever platforms. seen people play it on um, Xbox. I just assume Halo's it's an Xbox, Xbox game. Jenny, Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Jenny, what's I the last know. video game you played? Because I don't really play video games anymore. But yeah, I don't. I don't either. Um, I I I have a Nintendo 64. Ooh. So nice, nice. nice. So great. yeah, the last game that I played was Mario Kart. Uh, that that is a really good game to to have. It's a solid game. It is a solid game. And uh, Banjo and Kazooie, I do have that. That's for Nintendo nice. 64. That was classics, one of the most classics. Games. I rage quit Banjo, Banjo Kazooie, and then uh, my sister was telling me that she bought Banjo Tooie, which was the sequel, and I'm like, nope, I don't want any part of that either. <laughs> like, oh, I have it. And I loved it. Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie are just like quintessential classic video games. Like everybody has to play them, Frank. Now, see, when I was young, uh, we didn't have them at all. So my first one was a brand new Nintendo 64 when I was 18. Oh yeah. So yeah, I got, yeah. I got one. I wasn't allowed. I wasn't allowed to play video games because the Satan could come in. Did you? Uh... I've heard that. I've heard that about Satan comes in through the video games. It's real. <laughs> it's a real problem. That and the Whiffy. Leia doesn't have any pictures before she's, she was 10 because uh, if you take a picture of Leia when she was a little girl, it would steal her soul when you take the picture. No, that's Ooh. not what they believed. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah. weren't Native American. I'm just, just kidding, stuff up. <laughs> So your childhood was the basis for a lot of horror movies. Is that yes. what I'm reading here? Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, I think we're all... I mean, my parents did try and exercise me in high school. What? <laughs> what? They took you to the gym? I've no. never told you that. Nick. How have you guys had a paranormal podcast and the idea of an exorcism on yeah, right? almost never come up? Because yeah. I wasn't actually possessed. My parents were crazy. I, I still would have liked to have been told. I mean, this is kind of a re like a related thing to what we're doing here. I'm sorry. If we never talk about exorcisms. That's not true. We do you want to talk about exorcisms? I can talk about some exorcisms. Yes, please do it. Do it. I, I don't know. I didn't realize I had never told you this. I tell everyone, so sorry. Was it like the whole ritual and everything? No, they didn't end up doing it, but they were going to. They thought I was possessed because I told them I was hearing voices, which was also just because I'm partially schizophrenic. Calm down, mom and dad. But uh, they were like, it's because you're possessed. And I was like, I don't think so. And they were like, but if you don't repent from your evil ways, they'll just come back worse. And I was like, it's cool. I'll keep the ones I've got then. And then my mom tried to backtrack and say, like, that I was only um, oppressed, not possessed. And I was like, well, if you read the Bible, everyone's oppressed by demons. That's what their job is. You guys are crackheads. Get away from me. <laughs> it's in the job description. Lord, yeah, that was, Lord that was the whole thing. asking inappropriate question. I don't. I don't think I want to ask Jenny that question. Uh, Kara says, I'll tell you in a second. Kara says, I knew about it and I thought it was common knowledge. Do you really want that to I, know what Lord Cronus is asking you, Leah? Sure. Okay, now keep in mind, these are, this is what he's writing. It's not me. I don't, I'm not, I'm, what? Lord Cronus says, would you rather, would you rather fuck an alien or a possessed person? I don't know why he wrote that. 
Jerry I don't Jones. know. Jerry Jones. Oh. An alien, or that's let Lord Cronus. What kind of alien? Are there so many questions? What kind of alien? A gray, a short one. A... We're ju- we're just we're skipping this question. We're not asking this question. I, you know what? Also, Kara, I'm sorry. We're a family podcast. I don't know what Lord Cronus is thinking. <laughs> yeah, we're a family podcast. Me or Kara? Yeah. Well, Kara, Kara agreed that yeah. we should not Kara, ask that Kara, question. Oh, yeah. No, that would not be a good that, idea. That is, that is out of bounds, Lord Cronus. I don't think it was. I'm torn and I need more details. <laughs> uh, the only detail he said is octocolic alien. What is that, Lord? Lord Cronus, DM Leia off on the side. Too please. much sauce, man. Yeah. D- DM Leia, the Ice Queen, uh, directly for that. Octa. That's such a. Yeah. It's a random question. Let's let's get back to the application, Frank. Let's let's okay. get back on track. Okay. Like fan fiction that needed to be finished off or something yeah, that, yes, that that's that's to some ideas for maybe. Kara well, may, might be right. I think Lord Cronus like is drunk not... and now he's just typing in dirty words into the chat. Lord Cronus, if I didn't know you, I'd you. Anyway. Let's see here. What else we got? What else we got? I, I didn't see that. I need to know that word so I can Google it. Send it to me in the DMs. Yes, Lord Curtis. Send, send that to Ice Queen. The possessed one makes it non-consensual? What? <laughs> That's kind the of true. That. that is kind asking, of true. That's a valid are you point. Asking the, are you asking the person who's possessed or the demon possessing for the I consent? I think that... And at that point, if you ask the demon possessing, the other person's out of control. Wild, dude. Kara's son is the one that added that on, Jenny. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know her son? He, also he was said, great. Him and his friends all signed on when she interviewed yeah, you. that was fun. I know. He's the sweetest kid. I tell you what. He is just absolutely a darling little thing. He knows about consent, so I would say uh, points for being sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he, is, uh, he is very well raised. We'll ask you this question. I put this up on a poll earlier, and actually the, the results of this poll have been kind of surprising on Twitter. So let's Agreed. say let's say the uh, there's a prisoner. We don't know what his crime was, but uh, he's got a life sentence, right? So he's in prison serving out a life sentence. While he's in prison, something happens and he's injured. So he goes to the infirmary in the prison, and he's pronounced dead from his injury. But there's a really good doctor in the prison infirmary that's able to bring him back to life. Now, he was clinically dead, but he's back alive now. Do you feel like his prison sentence would have been fulfilled? Well, I'm a kind of a big vengeance person, so it really kind of depends on the crime. Oh, so you're feeling like it was it's a crime-based thing. It's a crime-based thing. It's a crime-based thing. What crimes? Would Anybody you who gets life isn't getting life for doing something pretty minor usually. It's true. Uh, however, there are like the three strike laws, um, that kind of thing. Yeah, um, that's, true. that's true. You can get yeah, you can get life for something that's not particularly heinous, or you can get something for that's very very heinous. True. Um, so right. it really just kind of depends. I'm I'm trying to bring up our our poll questions so I can ask more of those because those seem to be pretty good. 
Do you guys remember? Like that? No help in that poll because I'm I, I'm going the middle ground. I don't know. I, I, I try to come. I up appreciate with you going on the middle ground because I I agree with I agree with you on that one. It's it's very situational. You know, you would think no, that I voted no. Rotten jail. <laughs> Nancy, I like that as a supporter of vengeance. Again, I'm a big fan. Rotten jail. Okay, let's see here. Sorry, try, I'm trying to load the Twitter. It's it's being a stupid because Twitter's dumb. And ever since we had that storm earlier, the internet's been crappy for everyone. How did how did you do with that storm earlier, Jenny? Since you're in the area, it it completely missed me. Um, yeah, and I was at the I was at the gym and I missed the gym. So hmm. yeah, excellent. That's nice. It ended up getting really dark here and raining really hard, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah, our siren went off and everything. The tornado. Oh yeah. The tornado thing. I have a question. And then the only so, really water was here's a legit everywhere. question. If you were chosen, you kind of have an idea what you think your first uh, episode like would be. That, like, if it was your topic, what your first topic would be. And it depends on the timing because I did when I was doing my interview uh, with Waz. Uh, she was talking about how she's very interested in um, uh, pagan and like ancient rituals and whatnot. Um, so I was actually going to ask her a little bit more about that. So I think I, I think I, I want to delve into that a little bit. I'm pretty sure Waz is a witch. I'm just saying. She is. She did, yeah, she did declare herself as that. So, but said specifically that that she knew a lot about you know random, not random, but very specific rituals. So that would be interesting. Uh, to me, I think something like that that is not necessarily in my wheelhouse, but I'm interested in, would be a good, good first topic to bring up, right? So you would enjoy researching it and kind of um, directing it and speaking on it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, get other people's opinions and stuff too. There's only so much research that I can do, or you know, <laughs> there's only so much re- research I can read before I. Uh, my attention span is gone. So yeah, I mean, so I mean, right. w- with what we're doing here, um, maybe like once a month or so, you'll okay. get an opportunity to select a topic of what we talk about for the week. And generally, that you know, you don't have to have. There's no set amount of time that you do research. It's just enough to be able to speak about it to our audience for you know, like 20 minutes or so. Um, I think what Nick was getting around to is like generally, just from the way things go. Each one of us, more or less, tends to gravitate towards certain topics. I think just from historical uh, episodes, Nick likes to talk a little bit more about uh, cryptids and UFOs. Mick likes to talk about uh, haunted places a bit more. Leia likes to talk about legendary <clears throat> creatures, sometimes nautical-related. And then there's Wazi, who likes to talk about killers a bit. Mm. So, like, everybody... There's no set sort of thing that we need to talk about. It's just whatever you want to. But we all kind of lean towards one or one or the other direction. Judging by your application, I would imagine that maybe you'd like to talk about cryptids a bit, which we've, we've talked about. Yeah, absolutely, a lot. absolutely. But I also really enjoy like the whole research process. Like, like my ears just perk up when when we're talking about you know legendary sort of nautical monsters. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've talked about like uh, that's rad. Mermaids and we were talking about water babies, which are not mermaids. Uh, And then when Kara was interviewing, we were talking about um, ghost ships and like 
Yeah, it was Kara's interview, but we could have made an entire episode just on ships that are like haunted or ghostly or. Oh, what's that? Really weird. Sorry. She and I were just talking about that yesterday. What's that lake in Las Vegas? Lake Mead, right? Yeah. It's drying up, and they're finding barrels of like with bodies stashed in there, and they oh, find wow. like all these boats that like sunk to the bottom. Now they're like sticking straight up out of the ground because the water's receding so much. It's it's kind of creepy. That is like my worst thing. Yeah, nightmare. Yeah. I hate man-made objects submerged in water. Like, oh, oh, you gotta see this one. It's a speedboat. It's probably like thirty feet long, and it's sticking like straight up. And, and the water is so far receded now that it's like right in dry ground now. Guys, I will tell you that up. stuff is creepier underwater. Like, there is yeah. something when you're like down yeah. there with it. Like, there is something weird going on. There's, there's so much water that it covered that so that nobody could get it. Now there's so little water that it's literally like sticking out of the ground like a rock. Yeah, it's so Kara would like to say, Nick, that what you're talking about is less about ghost ships and more about serial murderers. But she's got a, <laughs> Kara's got a well, point there. I'm just saying it's really startling to see that. It's crazy. And then uh, we've got a question for Jenny from Lord Cronus again. Now, this one is actually appropriate. Lord Cronus would like to know... In your opinion, Jenny, what would be the worst supernatural thing that could happen to someone? That's a really good question. Um, it's got it's it's got to be it's got to be possession for me because I mean I was gonna go like werewolf or like vampire, but then you just turn into a werewolf or a vampire and you keep on trucking, you know. But possession, like. You have a really crappy like few months, and then you just and then you die. Yeah, I mean, we, so I'm uh, going with that. Yeah, we we had um, a demonologist on the program named Mr. Gorga, and he said something. He he learned me a lesson which I didn't know about demons. I didn't know that the ultimate goal was to kill you. I did I did not know that, and he he definitely yeah. he he taught me that. Like I thought it was to torment you. But, no, how uh, else are you gonna get the the tormented soul? Yeah, Kara says possession with awareness would be horrendous. I agree. That'd be pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, like, what could happen paranormally? It's like either something like that or like aliens, but like, I don't know. There's been plenty of people that have said that they have been abducted by aliens, but I tend to think that wouldn't be so bad because a lot of these people have amnesia about it. So it's like they don't really necessarily remember, and that seems like pretty good compared to possession. Maybe it's just lucid dreaming or an OBE. Well, I mean, it really depends on who you're talking about because sometimes it, I think that could be a possibility, but like other times, people who have said that they've gotten abducted come back with like weird car- carvings in their skin, or they come back and they're you know their their bodies got an ailment that they didn't have before, like. Um, I've read a couple of uh, cases where someone was pregnant and they've had a, a miscarried baby because, like, they say that they got abducted by a UFO. Like, stuff, stuff like that's really, like, that sucks, mm, you know what I mean? So, like, the, the, the accounts are very, can be very serious and very different. Do you think the aliens sucked the life force out of her womb? I don't. I don't know how to react to that. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> I, 
I don't, I don't know, but from here on question. out, anytime I ever see encounter a pregnant woman, I'm going to ask her about her voice, <laughs> life force. <laughs> How's that life sure. force doing in your room? <laughs> I wonder how you quantify the life force. Like, what is the unit of measurement? The soul, man. Leia, how you doing? <laughs> I am trying to be nice. Oh, Leia. <laughs> All right. Well, anybody else have questions, or, or Jenny, do you have questions for us by chance? Sorry, uh, Wazzy couldn't be on tonight. She took her. She after you've worked with us for a year, I like to give a sabbatical for a month, so she just took hers. Well, nice. Uh, no, I no, I I have no no follow up Here, questions. Here's a so. spicy question. You ready? Why should we choose you over Kara? Oh, uh, over Kara. Or should we choose Or Tara? any of the other candidates. Yeah. Um, well, I got the time. Um, I have the interest. But outside of that, like, every, you know, everybody's great. Kara's amazing. She's got, you know, she does one of the coolest things ever, which is volunteer at the old Joliet prison. Like, she's got ghost stories for days. She's interested. And she works in an ICU in a hospital. My yeah, God. I mean, I she's I a saw- I actually, right? uh, yeah, for the first time I saw Kara is because she was in a paranormal Chicago group, which was really awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. She's charming and she's beautiful. But, you know, and, and the other guys, I mean, I would not go with this Russell guy. No, I, <laughs> I wouldn't think you got to worry about this guy. Uh, I, I was doing some real thinking about it, and I'm not exactly sure if he really wanted the job. I think part of it may have been he was just trying to be on a podcast um i don't i don't don't really know but i i could tell you that it's hard to it's hard to know because he was hitting the liquor pretty hard but i will say that when we finally did ask him about his paranormal interests his answer which was about a, a two minute long answer was so convoluted and nonsensical that like I couldn't, with good conscience, really even take anything from that. Mick, did you? Can do you agree with that? It. I. I'm gonna be honest. I kind of zoned out midway through that answer, so <laughs> it was. It was very well. The answer so winding in circles, kind of way. So the, I, I agree with you, Frank. Yeah. So like the answer he gave when we asked him, like, what his paranormal interests are, basically what he said was that ghosts must be real because if you encounter a ghost, that means there is a heaven and a hell. Because otherwise, how can you experience a ghost? And that, like, somehow he... he was just like a circular... <laughs> it was like, I don't know. Leah, what do you think? You were there, too. I was drunk. Jack. I have not re-listened to it, so yeah. um, I don't remember. I don't, think, I don't think you're missing out. I think you got the best parts from what you do remember, if anything. But yeah, no, I wouldn't worry about this Russell guy, but uh, we definitely want to know where you stand. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, it's it's a really fun thing, commitment-wise, like we tell every applicant. It's like um, per month, you've got one week off that you generally get to choose. Like before I schedule all the shows, I'll kind of come to everybody and... I'll go to just in order of seniority. So like Nick gets first dibs on which week he'd like off if he's got plans. And sometimes he may not have plans and he's just like, whatever. And 
So I kind of go down the list based on seniority of if, if you'd like to select a particular week off, you can have that week off. And then you take that week off and then when it's your week to come back and talk, um, you choose the topic, right? So like commitment wise out of about a month and a week, you know, you're, you're taking one week off, you have one week for a topic and then the commitment there is just that hour for the, for the month. So you're talking per month, three to four hours of actual work, which most of it is just coming out and doing this. Um, also, uh, Kara says she thinks you're amazing. And Kara would also oh. like to say that, uh, okay. Russell definitely gave a drunk answer. Yes, Kara. He was not just drunk, but he was ripping the marijuana as well. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Leia, are you alright? That sounded very judgmental, Frank. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I honestly, honestly, listen. If things are legal now. I used to drink like a fish. I'm no one to judge. You know, I no longer I'm really like that, but you know, I'm going to call it like I see it. Like he was he was definitely under the influence, which he gave an answer that would not Did he come on like that or did it progress you as know, the show went on? I don't Leia, what do you think? Did he well, did he start off that way or like he definitely Don't was, ask her. She was drunk too. Well, no. So I think I got <clears throat> drunk as the episode went on. No, no. So here's here's what I gather, right? So Leia had a really tough day that day, so Leia had just like a white claw to start with, and then yeah. he was the one that's like, "What? What are y'all drinking?" And like, I generally have a bottle of water, like I do every night. Uh, and Leia said, "Oh, I'm drinking a white claw." And then he went to his freezer and got tequila, and then <laughs> Leia decided yeah. to mix vodka in with the white claw. So like, they both simultaneously. Real quick. Yeah, and then. Before you know it, he pulls out the bong, starts ripping the bong, and uh, then he was threatening. To, he's threatening us. So there's that. <laughs> and like he said, he would come find you guys and do what? Hug you or what? No, he said if we didn't. I don't know, Nick. Listen to the episode. No, he said. No, I'm asking. What? What did he say? He literally said, "Now that I know, I think his exact words were, now that I know y'all are from Chicago. If you don't hire me, I'm gonna come and find you." Okay. So find you. I no, I I love people who like do I you know. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't drink, but like super happy for anybody who who can and like we whatever your thing is and like go ahead with it because nine times out of ten you're gonna be real friendly. I think it's I, like that one out of ten where you're like now threatening people that might be. Uh, listen, I don't think he meant anything by it. I think I think his goal was to entertain, but like it still might be a step too far when you're talking to strangers at the same time. Like I don't know if if you want. <laughs> I don't know if the best, like, yes, it was entertaining, but, like, I don't know if the best move was to threaten us either. <laughs> I just, mm -hmm. I, I don't know if he made the right call there, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We're, so, anyway, uh, we're going to be pretty close to closing time here soon. Uh, the next steps are going to be, you're the last scheduled interview that we have. Now, if we have any late person that applies that we think is going to be great, I have one week where it's kind of flexible on whether we can interview someone. Otherwise, going up next week is going to be a poll where we pretty much ask our listeners and viewers who they like the best and who they think we should podcast with. And that is not to decide. It's just more or less so we can get an idea of who the listeners tend to like the best. Um, and we're going to kind of meet as a team and we're going to sit down and we're going to really think like, who could do this thing? And, you know, good luck to you. You'll be part of that poll. And uh, yeah. Well, yeah, and you, you can definitely like promote yourself, get your friends to go vote for you. Yeah, definitely. You can vote for yourself multiple times if you want. Um, 
because at the end of the day, we're not using that as the decision maker. So totally cool. And then uh, I think, let me pull up the calendar here really quick. Pull it up on my phone, actually. So I can give you guys some real dates. Okay, so I think next week we're going to sort of just come on as a team and talk about things. And then we're going to announce that poll is going up next week. And then for the week of the 27th, I believe, is when we're both going to announce the person who's going to be on the um, show. Where's the poll posted? Kara would like to know. Kara uh, is also telling me that hands down, Jenny's your gal. Thank you, Kara. The poll is going to be honestly posted everywhere. So we're going to put the poll on Twitter. But we're also going to put the poll on Facebook. We can't put it on YouTube because YouTube doesn't really have a good place for us to put it. Like, I can't really put it in a video, but um, there's going to be a link. put a link to it in our profile, maybe, but yeah. Eh, I don't really think that we're going to get any votes from YouTube, but hey, I'll humor you and I'll, I'll do it anyway. But we're going to be putting that poll up probably Tuesday the 21st, I believe, is when the poll will be up. Depending on how it does over the next week, we're probably going to announce the person that's going to be joining our team on the 27th or so. And then the next show after that will be July 4th, which we're going to probably pre-record. Uh, I don't think the Ice Queen is going to be available for that one, but uh, we're going to try to pre-record that one. And then um, July, the next Monday in July after the 4th would be the first episode that that person would be on. So uh, that's sort of the timeline, and I hope that's okay. We've done a lot of interviews. I think you're the fifth interview, fifth and final. Unless we get somebody else that's like, decides to apply last minute and really knocks our socks off. So, um, yeah, outside of that, do you have any questions for us? No, um, no, I don't think so. Thanks a lot for having me on, regardless of whatever. And uh... We're going to go ahead and uh, I'll start the closing thoughts. Hold on one second. Let me shut this off. And then we'll put this on. All right. Who wants to start with closing thoughts? Anybody? Oh shoot! Closing thoughts. Uh, thanks for coming on. It was really cool meeting you, and you're really making it really hard to choose now. So I'll say that it's not going to be an easy choice either. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. You know, here's the thing, Jenny, and I'll say this quite truthfully: when we've done interviews for some, you know positions before, there's always like a really, for me at least, a really clear like front runner. Like, I pretty much knew that we were going to hire Mick when she applied. We had other people apply for field correspondent, because she actually, that's what she originally applied for. But, like, I knew that we were going to give her the position, and shortly thereafter, she became full-time host. But, like, for this time around, I don't know. It's going to be tough. So, Ice Queen, do you yeah. have any uh, closing thoughts there? Closing thoughts. Uh... I'm still debating whether I'd fuck an alien or possess a person. That's a pretty good closing thought. <laughs> thanks, thanks for that. <laughs> no uh, problem. Mick, what would, you, what would you like to close with tonight? I just want to thank you, Jenny, for coming on. This was a really good interview. Um, and thank you for not threatening us. <laughs> thank you for being a good friend to Kara. I think you guys are great. Um, and should we choose one and not the other? I hope that we are all still friends and we still uh, talk to each other here in the chat because I think, you know, definitely did appreciate your participation when she was on. 
and her participation when you're on. I think that was awesome. But, uh, Thank you guys so much, and I hope everybody has a really good week and weekend, and all then please survive the heat over the next couple of days and all of that jazz. Very Thank much you. so. Thanks, thanks everybody. Thanks, Lord Cronus, for all the participation good tonight. Week. We hope you have a good night, and uh, we'll see you next week. We're gonna regroup as a as a team. Have a good night, y'all. Say hi to your moms. Bye. Bye. Bye.